Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646 876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Coffee Club Wednesday to you. I hope you're doing well on this August 31st. I think we're hanging out here. I'm going to talk briefly for just a moment and announce a new contest that we're going to have. Another giveaway on the Coffee Club. And you'll never guess what it's going to be. No, it's not nugs. It's nothing like that. But it is something useful, I think. Um, so had a pretty busy week. I've had a few computer issues here, but I think maybe things are better. We've moved our a lot of our administrative stuff over to a new server, and that seems to be working quite well, thanks to Michael Loff and, and Ryan and all of those good kind of things. So that's good. And other than that, we're just kind of hanging out. Went out for tacos last night and get tacos for a dollar a piece, and I ate five of them or six, and they were good. Tacos just filled full of stuff. And uh, they were 
kind of good. That's something kind of different to have. And so I can't make them that cheap at home. And I think Jenny and I ate, and we had an adult beverage, or and um, I got Jackie a sandwich, and it was just a little over $20. So that was a pretty reasonable shout-out. So let's give a shout-out to Monkey Business. And real quickly, if anybody's interested... Just send me a quick email and put iPhone in the subject. We've got a iPhone 10XR that we're going to give away. It works perfectly well. I thought it was taken, but Lisa found it under the chair, so it's there, and I've already moved on with the phone. So anyone that might be interested... In an iPhone, it's a top-of-the-line 10XR, so just send me an email at Bill at Bill Sparks. Put iPhone 10 or iPhone in the, in the thing, and I will tell you it does not have a home button, but that's not hard to not get used to. But if you think you might be, go ahead and shoot off an email. All right, Jennifer, take it away. Well, good morning, everybody. I've been up early this morning getting getting a little bit of work done ahead of time. And I'm working on the alumni stuff and my own stuff, and I've been, thanks to Mike's website I'm, that he did for me, I'm getting bids on jobs and possibilities, and then things are just going like crazy around here. Yeah, that's why I got to buy a new braille printer. I don't know. Um, so we're we're going to be doing that. But so we you're doing address fields or not address fields, but addressing labels. We haven't found a program yet that. Unfortunately, when the guy told me you do different addresses, I went to the print store and they they have to have a USB or a I sent them the file hopefully they got it I have to verify today the files so they can enlarge it to a 14 point font to make it readable for everybody because they complain that my emails are too small the text is too small so and well, anything else going on, Jennifer? Well, uh, we enjoyed going for tacos last night. And like you say, you can't make them at home that easy. And I, it's just, it was it was nice to go out and do something different. Do something, give a shout out to, to Jeff and Lisa. And Jeff fixed a couple of locks on the doors. He made a lock to the... Uh, office out there. Yeah, and I got locked out. And there. Jenny got locked out of her own house because Jackie locked the door, so Jenny couldn't get back in unless she pushed up the garage door and walked out and walked around. So, anyway, let's go. Let's stick in Indiana and go down to southern Indiana into Gibson County and see what's going on. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, let's see what's going on. Well, today I'm getting my third and 
mixer, and so it's either strike three, you're out, or uh, we will finally found something that's going to work and meet our needs. But, uh, wow, other than that, I don't know. It's, don't you love it when you wake up and there's all kinds of street noises, machines, and they're digging up the street? You don't know, hey, is it water today, gas? What are they doing? So huh. that's always fun. But, um, yeah, just really busy getting all the conventions and stuff together. You got alumni, got ACB and NFB events for different states, and uh, just keeping me on my toes. Uh, we move bills. And a couple of my own websites to a new server. This should make email and the websites much more reliable and faster and all that goodness. So just and we hope it all works. Fun. Yeah, we hope it all works and that that we do. And that that's a project when you move a a website. And well, I told multiple them, ones we did. You had, yeah, you had five and I did two or Jenny's and so we had about seven or eight websites and. Uh, yeah, we just got declassified as a hobbyist radio station to a professional. So we and that sounds like a compliment until you have to pay for it, right? Yeah, you have to pay for it. It's nice, a nice honor, but now, now we're I guess going to be on iHeart Radio, and Joe in New Mexico would like that iHeart Radio, and. Tune in and all the others. And that reminds me of another thing. Michael, I got an inquiry yesterday from Mickey, and I don't know much about this, and we'll get. Um, but they want us to be on the Blind Shell Classic, but unless you use um, the Lady A app. And and can do that, maybe hold that on that button and maybe Lady A would work and then you could play the legend because the radio program they put in there, that database doesn't have the legend. And unfortunately, some databases aren't so good. Yeah, so unless we know who that is, so we can contact, contact them. Contact them and they can put in, you know, the radio station. So we'll be talking more about that in the in the weeks to come. Um, all right, Radio Tim. Good morning, everyone. A beautiful day here. We're up to around eighty, and uh, good day for not having to worry about having air conditioning <laughs> since we aren't going to get it anyway. Um, and uh, looking forward to a nice Labor Day weekend. Don't have any real plans or anything like that. Usually, I used to go to the state fair, but yeah. uh, not anymore. Anyway, so uh, everything's going pretty yeah. good here. Twins have a, on a five-game winning streak, and uh, Sammy, I guess, wants my attention, so <laughs> I'll be back. All right, there we go. Tim will be back once he's satisfied what Sammy wants. All right, let's go to Jeff. Chris and Dave are gone today. They have company coming. Oh, thank you very much, Bill. Everything is good here today. Nothing is going on. This this is the week or the or the next two weeks or so, or the second week, where we have the big New York State Fair. And, of course, every county in, in New York State has a fair of its own. But this is the New York State Fair, which is held in 
which is held in uh, Syracuse, New York. So, um, and I know that I've uh, been there many, many times when I lived in Syracuse, and it's always nice to go to the fair. But my favorite, I, my favorite part of the whole fair, isn't isn't the, isn't the rides. It's the fair food, and they always have the funnel cakes, and they have all kinds of food that you, elephant ears. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything. They had. Um, Pig, uh, they had these uh, fried Twinkies. I remember all this stuff I shouldn't be eating, but but I like going to the fair for all the fair food. That's that's the enjoyable thing. Will you go this year? I didn't go to the fair this year, but normally I try to go to the Altamont Fair, which is in Albany County. That's once a year, and sometimes you go to the. I've gone to the other fairs around the area, but I don't normally go to the fairs too much. They're a lot more expensive than they used to be. Well, Christian, I can't. I can't take I, it. Yeah, I know. You're right. You could. Yeah. Um, uh, Brenna went to the Altamont Fair because I, I I know she went to the Altamont Fair because she told me about it, and she spent time with her friends. Of course, I have a teenage daughter who's 15, and really doesn't want to be around her parents a lot. I mean, and and that's normal. I'm not a, I'm not upset about it because when I was that age, I didn't want to be around my parents a lot. So, she's got her a lot of friends, and she's and she's always out and about with her friends, which which I think is good. It's healthy. That's a normal type behavior. That's that's correct. That's normal type behavior. I, I, you know, and when you're a teenager, I didn't want to be with my. With, I had friends that I hung out, hung around with as well. And even when I was in college, Bill, I didn't always go home for the summers. A lot of times, I would stay in Syracuse with friends or uh, and and hang out in Syracuse. And my folks were happy that I would do was doing that because they uh, there was really nothing for me to do in the city because all my friends were out of town anyway. So it worked out well. Well, very good, Jeff. Just keep Christian in the plans, okay? You're so kind. Yeah, I know I am, Jeff. <laughs> I know I am. I just can't help myself. Uh, before we go to the phones again, just a reminder, if you're interested in that, just give me a email at bill at billsparks.org, and we'll see what we can do if decide who might be the lucky recipient. Okay, uh, we want to go to the phones. We might as well go to the phones. You got if you have anything you want to say, you might as well. We, we got a long show today, so yeah, uh, raise so your hands, guys. Raise your hands because there's no Dave and Chris here, and Jeff and I's what we know about cooking is lacking. I love nothing, Mike. Mike, you probably know more than I do about cooking. I'm sure you do. Well, I wouldn't say that, but uh, do not look up recipes. It's weird why that one mixer I bought, it had a recipe in the manual for jambalaya. Oh. And so I'm thinking about making that for my birthday. Oh, yeah. October 5th. It's got season. shrimp, andouille sausage, and uh, chicken, and rice. And no lima beans, right? No, no, no peas. No, no, no lima beans or cheese. No. This, this wasn't one of the three mixers that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, it was one of them. It was in the, it was in the manual. Well, what's this new mixer you're going to get called? Well, it is a called Tascam Model 12, and so it's 12 channels. But what it does is each channel, you can feed it to one of three places. You can feed it the output of the mixer. You can feed it into the USB for recording on the computer. Or you can flip it to the right, and it's on MTR. There's a built-in multi-track recorder. So one of my issues is going to be the accessibility. But this is a pretty nice unit i do wish there were more channels there's a couple things i don't like but uh one thing that impressed me with all the youtube videos you were able to hear the mixer and i was pretty impressed with the sound uh so 
But, you know, it's always when you're trying to do a hybrid, it's a mixer, but also a USB. Uh, well, when you talk to the people you buy it from, I think it's Sweetwater. They, I know they're not really into accessibility. Or maybe they maybe they are familiar with it, but do they give you any kind of uh, um, idea? Well, they give you, no, they give you an unconditional return policy. Now, they do uh, their extent of accessibility is that maybe they have a few clients, a few other customers who are also blind. So a lot of the reps, when you talk to me, yeah, I got a blind client who's doing this, or he's using Pro Tools on the Mac or doing this or that. So, you know, but, you know, it's kind of trial and error. Uh, that's why I wanted to use Sweetwater because they were liberal. But now, I don't like to buy in return. Normally, I, I think things through enough and, and have everything in place that, you know, I want to get it right the first time. But it was just some unique. But also, the last time, I thought the unit was defective because the USB kept disconnecting and reconnecting. But I'm noticing now that my USB ports are very slow. So some of that problem could be on my end. I don't know if any of you have experienced that with a recent Windows update. I'm going to have to dive into that and see. Maybe that's why I'm having trouble with my mixer. Well, I have problems with my sound card, Mike. I know Gail, and be patient, Gail and Joe, is that every night I go to bed at night and something lowers my sound card. I don't know what causes it. It, I, I really don't know. It, 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 after the latest update of Windows, I had this problem, and I'm not sure why it is doing that. And it's frustrating. It's not all the sound cards, it's, but it's my, it's my, um, it's it's my regular onboard sound card that keeps getting lowered, and I don't know what to do about it because I've I've got the latest drivers. So and you inject the box that says allow Windows to lower the sounds or whatever. There's a checkbox in your volume control settings. I'll have to go there. And a lot of times it'll do it for speech. Yeah. Um, so you can turn that off. That no, what it does is it lowers the level down to zero and mutes the sound card. And then when I un- when I try to raise the volume, it keeps lowering it again. And the only way to solve this problem is to undo one of my USB connections, put that back in again, and I- then I get things back back to normal. I have no idea what it's causing it. And folks at Microsoft Accessibility, they can't figure it out either. Interesting. So- and it doesn't always happen. Go ahead, Jim. Oh, I was going to say, Mike, when um, are the newer mixers, do you have to go out and find a driver for the USB? <clears throat> yes, you do have to go to the website. I've had two with all three that I've chosen. Uh, you have to go to the website and get drivers to, and you want to install the drivers first. But but even the Yamaha that I had and the, the Mackie, uh, I gotta say, out of all of them that I've used, I still think Mackie's had the best sound quality. But I'm hoping this task cam will be equal or better. But um, yeah, they all require that if you want to do USB, where you're recording. Uh, yeah, yeah. This has been my worst struggling week for the computer, and I don't know if it's these updates or what. But I think it is, Bill. I think Microsoft's done something that's wreaking havoc because I've been reading online, although a lot of these aren't new, but I found I'm not the only one having this issue with the USB speed, but um, it corrupted a hard drive, and I had to do an F-disk on it, and it took like almost a day to fix it. So I know the USBs went really slow. Yeah, I've I seen know, that. I know on mine it turned off all of my um, sound cards. Oh, yes, we've had that experience, Thanks. too. That's nothing worse than doing a show and coming on and none of your sound cards are working. <laughs> Been there, done that, right, Tim? Yep. Yeah. I don't understand why you can't, why they don't let you isolate some of your 
sanding so that when there's updates, it doesn't mess with certain ones or something. Yeah, well, I don't know why they keep messing with your devices like that. They shouldn't be. I mean, no, it's a, it's a, have the right drivers. They should be leaving those alone. I'd leave them alone, but they, they don't do it. It just doesn't happen. All right, we better go on with Gail for a few minutes here. Go ahead, All right, Gail. Gail, can you mute yourself, please? Go ahead, Gail. Hi, everyone. Uh, I had my doctor appointment with Dr. Pavan for my platelets. Everything is fantastic yet. So I'm doing well there. Uh, I had another doctor appointment with my regular doctor. And a medical group gave us kind of the runaround when Wendy and I went in there. They acted like they didn't know we had an appointment that day. They acted... We went in for our my um, lab work and that kind of thing. They acted like, you know, we we get we got the runaround. We spent most of the day there. It was a nut. It was a crazy thing. And then I had some troubles with my chart trying to figure out where the appointment was. I mean, where to locate it. <laughs> it's been rather interesting <laughs> with that stuff. I had to call the my chart tech people, uh, support people, a couple of times to have some questions answered other than that everything is going well with wendy and me and and this kind of thing so other than that whole my chart and medical thing it's been pretty much okay and i think i'm just going to have a nice quiet labor day weekend and just kind of take her easy so that's about it i know i had i had to use my chart on sunday for a little bit so, thank you, Gail. I don't think I have problems with my chart. It seems to, no, it, it seems to, to work, work pretty well. The only issue I saw is I was updating my profile, something medical information that was wrong. I know sometimes the screen would jump a little bit, but it's it is very accessible. Believe me, after I think my previous hospital used Athena, well, that thing was awful. So, oh, it was, and my and chart's great. I don't I know why the- more doctors don't use it because a lot of times you go to the doctor and they won't even know where you've been, what's been going on. My doctor didn't even know I had heart surgery. I thought, great, your office is this. Well, that, that's the great thing about my chart is you can go in and update your own medical information and. It gives you all the categories. It's like I said, heart issues, and you can type in your own specifics. But, yeah, so there's in issues with these systems talking to each other. So it has to do with what hospital, what health, health network they're in. That's right. Like my, five my, of them. There's CERN, Athena, my yeah, chart. My, my chart is, is part of Trinity here, uh, and that's what they use but here. The, they're good. They are accessible. I mean, it's on the iPhone and the other, so it, it does work. Well, not, actually, only are they, not only are they accessible, but the company that makes it, I think in Wisconsin called Epic, they've also made their medical software, uh, they made it accessible so, so in other words, blind persons could actually work, use it with screen readers to provide services, you know, at a call centers for hospitals and so forth. So, that's really nice. That That's really important, I think. Yeah. All right, sir. Joe, can you mute yourself, please? Good morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico at 62 degrees, clear skies and a high of 89 and a low tonight of 62. Nice, clear, sunshiny weather. And if I could read this little limerick that Ellen and I have written. When we were in school, poetry was just a rule. 
we hoped to write because we had to be right. But now it is just so cool. So we also write limericks as well as free verse. So <laughs> The only limericks I know, Joe, are the ones we can't put on the air. So that's, uh... <laughs> yeah. No! Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you got to watch Jeff. Uh, well, I'm not going to do that, but I... You know, I, I know that's the only limericks I know, but that's uh, because I we, I learned them in college and stuff and uh, over the years. So, uh, you know, what can I say? So, uh, oh, that's uh, anyway. Good. Uh, you probably like the writings of Ogden Nash. You used to like. Oh, definitely. Writings. Oh, I just add, I eat those like I'm having banana pudding. <laughs> well, very good. So, what else, what else is going on with you guys? Um. Not really a whole lot. We just gotta make a, a quick trip to the bank, you know, take care of some business there, and then uh, just a normal Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yesterday we had a lady agent come out from 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 the Geek Squad. Now we we pay about one hundred ninety eight dollars a year, and now they don't they don't charge us a cent to come out to update our computers and all the good stuff. No, what what uh, company is doing that for you? Uh, Best Buy. Oh, the Geek Squad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what's nice is for the longest time that you know only um, we only only had like a couple of guys um, come out that you know that, to go out on the field and and help with that. But, but yesterday was the first time that a, a lady had come out, which I thought was pretty cool. At least now we're not. Uh, gender specific, you know what I mean? Oh, I never. Uh, and anyway, when, when she got done, because you tuning up both this one and then the desktop and then and then the, and the laptop, and and I got on there and I, and I got into Outlook. Oh, those pop ups! Would would you like me to take the, these pop ups out? I said, Oh, yes, please do. And then because I was wondering why I, I couldn't figure out, I get all these. These junk email messages that were even out, outside of junk, like Ace Hardware and, and receipts for stuff I never bought from. And now they are gone. Now, does that just work on one computer or all your computers in your house? Uh, uh, all of the... All three. We got three units here, and um, can you even do that with all... All three, no. so that's actually not too bad. Now you have three computers. Is one yours, one Ellen's, and one, two, one yours? Actually, two of them are mine. I have the desktop, which is an all-in-one unit, and then I have a, a laptop, which is nice, you know, nice and light. I nice and light, and Joe has his. Right. So, well, that makes it nice. Do you keep them side by side? No, um, my laptop is over here on our table, and yeah. and then my I have a, a small desk for my for my uh, for my desktop computer. Yeah, see, Mike and I just can't settle for a normal laptop. My, <laughs> we're the geeky here. Well, I had to I had to upgrade mine because the <laughs> the first one that I that I got was a hand-me-down from the in the family which is great um but it the you know it no longer because i had xp on that thing and uh when it decided to 
go kaput. The only thing I could access was the documents that I had in my documents. So, and I think I can still access that, but that's about as far. That's about the only thing I can do on that old unit that I have. I'm only keeping it for sentimental value because that was the first one I ever got. Uh, well, if it doesn't work right, it makes a nice paperweight, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of well, it's kind of heavy to do that. Well, that's true. So, well, are you planning the, anything special for the Labor Day weekend or at all, do you guys? No, no. just normal. Just quietly at home doing stuff. Well, I'd cook you dinner, yeah. guys, but unfortunately, my cooking skills are only good for me because I wouldn't want to trust anyone else eating my food. So I, no, I want to get Chris to come out here to cook. <laughs> you want to yeah. get who? Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris. Okay. Chris. Yeah, I think, yeah, she would do a good job. She would do a good job. I thought she wanted to get Kristen over there to cook. Actually, Kristen is, act- was, was, is actually a very good cook, but uh, um, and she likes to cook German food, so I used to love the, her... Uh, her, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the names of all the stuff that she would cook, but some of that stuff was actually pretty good, so I, I get it. So, all right, either thank that, you. Oh, either oh. that, or we can, if we ever decided to purchase a grill, then I can get Dave to grill for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah I've been true. grilling lately. Well, in Florida, I can grill, I've got one of those grills, and they're pretty nice. Oh, that's uh, cool. You know, where you can, I got some of those ribs from Sam's and you can put out there on that grill. Oh, my. Oh, they get, they're, Ooh, so yeah, tender. they're so tender and the, the grill can can smoke. So you can get some of that smoky flavor in with it. And, Ooh. Man, wow. So I used to buy these with Lloyd's barbecued ribs. They, had, they were already marinated in the barbecue sauce and you put those on the grill and those are good. Yeah. Plenty of meat on them, right? Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) I'm just curious. But no, they're good. They're very good. I like them. I I don't, don't, you know, I I would want to eat the whole rack of them, but I don't want to, you know, where there are the people that we. Hey, Jeff, when we cook them. When we cook them for you, you'll be so excited you will eat the whole rack. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Right, Beth, you. Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? There we go. Well, I w- want to let you know, Mike, when you mentioned jambalaya earlier, I got some of that several years ago. We had some at a celebration. I think we had it at an Easter celebration. And then someone had some left over, and they gave me a bowl of it. And I was thinking, oh, please, I want some more of this. <laughs> it tasted like more. And I like the idea, too, of some of these. You know, there's certain recipes. The only one I know you guys probably wouldn't want is my recipe for boiled ice cubes. <laughs> I don't know if I told you the craziness about that or not, but there was a time... I did a real crazy blooper, and I had a bad cold. I, I came home from work. It was back in 1983. And I was I wanted to cook some cauliflower or corn, or, or, and maybe some, a couple of hamburgers, have a nice little supper. But I was cooking this stuff, and it was um, in. I put a I put it all in a strainer, put that in a kettle of water. Couldn't smell anything, and I thought it was because of my cold being so bad, and. Eventually, I was thinking, oh, no, if I 
did what I think I did here. I'm going to faint right in my tracks because the, the I thought it was corn falling through the holes in the strainer, but those holes weren't quite that big. But then I realized, and I put my spoon in in the kettle. All there was is water. <laughs> Found out I boiled half a bag of ice cubes. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Beth. I've done something crazy. One day, maybe a year ago, I. <laughs> I went to put something in the microwave oven to cook something, uh, those Jimmy Dean uh, sausage, uh, egg and cheese uh, uh, oh, biscuits. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I turned the microwave on and I realized, wait a second. And then, and, but I had forgotten to put the plate of uh, the sausages on the microwave oven. And I'm, the, the, the turntable is going around, and, and there's nothing uh, cooking except the turntable is getting warm. So oh, no. that, can, that, doesn't ha that only happened once. <clears throat> it never happened again. But, but it can happen occasionally. So, And thank God the glass is pretty thick on those things because I don't want it to break. So yeah. it, worked, it worked out okay. What are you doing for Labor Day this year? You know, I'm hoping that we do something like what we've done here on, the, on Memorial Day and the 4th of July. We had some outside activities we had some lawn games and and of course there were the fireworks and things like that i don't know that we'd do the fireworks but we had a nice bonfire s'mores roasted marshmallows i'm hoping we do some of that again on labor day because it was just one of the i had the time of my life doing those things on memorial day and the fourth of july it was so i'm i just pray that Later on, I can find out from our activities director, Michelle, what we're going to be doing if, if she's got something planned. And this week, we are having fair week, of course. I know some of you have mentioned the fairs. And we've had, uh, Monday was fair hair day. And we ended up having our hair sprayed with a certain type of coloring and temporary thing, something that could be washed out easily enough. And I ended up having mine green. <laughs> and a little bit later, the receptionist saw me, the receptionist that's at the front desk in the sanctuary here. She said, Beth, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but your hair is green. And I said, I heard something about that this morning. <laughs> Turned well, do, <laughs> have you ever gone to the state fair in Minnesota, Beth, or any of those fairs? Do you, and do you like the fair food, like the... Uh Oh, I love the fair food. I like the cheese curds. I like, um, I, I actually had, when I went to the state fair several years back, actually it was back in 03, I had some, I had a Milky Way bar, one of those deep fried ones. Gosh, it tasted so good. And I think that was on a stick. I know that I had a couple of things on a stick and it was absolutely delicious. So how do you deep fry a Milky Way bar? That's what, do, what I wonder. Well, oh. what they do is they take the Milky Way bar before they deep fry it. They 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 put it in breading or or, or some sort of coating, and yeah. then they then they, then they deep fry it that way, Jennifer. I wonder. That's about what they do. That. I'm glad you knew about that, Jeff, because I wasn't sure. Because otherwise, you'd think of it melt. It, it would melt or something. But no, it, it actually tasted really good. Our state fair was crazy this year. They something I saw the other day said the top rated food for the fair this year was pickled pizza. Who oh. in the world would want pickled pizza? I wonder that myself. <laughs> and I think well, this wasn't at the fair, but I was hearing it could have been they could have had them these breaded these deep fried pickles, the dill pickles and. 
I had them at a restaurant and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I wonder if this is what they had at the state fair. I wouldn't have minded trying those. Well, now, if you go to good. if you go to I believe it's Texas Roadhouse, they have the fried pickles there. They're they're okay. I don't I don't I could just eat so many of those. Those don't quite agree with me, Beth, but they're quite good. I I I would agree with you there. They are quite good. Yeah, the ones I had, I don't know why, but they were kind of spicy. I I'll have to try them at the Texas Roadhouse because I know that they have some good stuff at that place. And as far as I know, I think we still have a Texas Roadhouse here in St. Cloud. And we ordered, we actually got some food from there for our NFB Central Minnesota chapter picnic back in 16. I could never forget that. (laughs) We decided to get something really good that year. Oh, Beth, I believe it is in your town that I just heard a story yesterday in a podcast that nursing home there that's using these robots. They're they're like companions for the senior citizens, but what they also do is they have like pictures, you know, family pictures, and it's used to jog to help the memories of the residents. And it's working really well. There there are people that pretty much forgotten their past and they're smiling and remembering family members. And that was kind of interesting. I don't know what they cost, um, but that was actually mentioned happening in St. Cloud, Minnesota. So I don't guessing it's not too widely used as of yet. It might be cost prohibitive. I don't know, but uh, I just thought that that was very interesting. That would be neat, Mike. I wonder if the robots, I can't help but wonder if they talk at all. Yes, they do talk. They would have it right. But I don't know as far as functionality, like what they can actually do. If they can go pick up things. I, I don't know much about it. I just heard it kind of mentioned in a podcast yesterday. Wow. But I, but I thought that's kind of neat. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, more and more you're going to see robots doing things. Like uh, the, I just heard a story about about uh, drive-in restaurant. I'm not sure what it was at McDonald's. I don't remember what, what which one it was. But when you pull up to the drive-thru, Mike, it's not going to be a person you talk to. It's going to be a voice recognition computer that oh. will take your order. And uh, and and they're wrong with and you're gonna. I they haven't I haven't seen a restaurant where the robot comes up to my table and serves my food, but that's gonna be next. Believe well, me, I, I believe it will. <laughs> but what could go wrong there? You got all the noise of the vehicles running. I mean, well, yeah. that's that's the whole point. They're testing it out now to see how you know. Oh, uh, obviously, it's gonna really have to get your face right up that microphone. I would assume. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. I like that old. Um, they'd have to have everything numbered, and you'd have to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be, it's like that song, Cheeseburger. You know, whatever. Most of the time, they, they, you can't understand the person from the drive thru to begin with. The Burger King one, the two, all, boo, four, boo. You got it. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, Beth. You all have a good Thank you. Uh, there we okay, go. Brandabila, you're next. We're, oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that one. And a big orange drink. <laughs> <laughs> Onion rings! Anyway, oh yeah, good old Dr. Demento used to play that. But uh, not a whole lot going on here. I wish, Jeff, you would love the weather here. It's been in the hundreds every day for the summer. It's just, uh, I love it, friend. It's Brandon. not getting out of the hundreds, and I hate it. I hate the hot weather. Well, you're not going to be much cooler in California, I can tell you that right now either. So. Oh, man. I don't know. It's a, well, this at least we have air conditioning, but I'm not getting out much or doing anything because I just, I do not like the heat. I don't feel well in it, um, you know, and so I've just been 
pretty much staying in. I'm starting to go to the grocery store again, which is kind of fun because I got, you know, used to having things delivered and kind of spoiled. But at the same time, I got tired of getting the wrong stuff. And I've been having a lot of trouble with Walmart lately with their delivery service. Um, they have this new thing now, which is called Walmart in-home. And um, they're supposed to uh, come and pick up items if you don't want them. And uh, they're supposed to deliver you know to your home and they'll put it they'll put it in your kitchen if you want they'll even put it in your refrigerator if you want which i don't care about that but i thought and also they have no um no tips and no delivery fee so i thought this is great you know this is just what i need and then i'll make sure because if they're going to come in they're going to knock because a lot of times they leave in the wrong place so I thought, okay, this is going to solve some of the leaving our stuff in the wrong place or leaving it out in the lobby or, you know, this kind of stuff. So I signed up for it. Every delivery, I've tried to use it three times. Every time I've tried to use it, they don't show up with my stuff. And there's big confusion about it. And um, even before that, it's just... I was having a lot of trouble with the deliveries, so I don't know if anybody else is having that problem or what it is. But we that. just have Walmart delivery where they, you know, you pay, well, there's no, you pay a monthly fee, but there's no charge for it. You can do as many deliveries as you want, but. Yeah, that's what I have. I have, um, there's, you know, but you, yeah tip and everything and and this you don't have to tip and there's supposed to be no extra fees and um now why let me ask you this i wanted to do it because i wanted to make sure they brought it to my door because i'm having trouble with them doing that oh yeah they throw stuff around but why would they want to do something where they don't a charge or b do any you know no tips because how do the drivers make money I was wondering about that myself, but I thought, well, that's not, you know. (laughs) You can't solve that one. I can't solve that one, but um, I guess I'm just mentioning it because, you know, it it sounds really good, so somebody might see it and decide, oh, that's really good. But um, so far, it hasn't been working. The website for that always seems to be down. I don't think I'm that one, that may be a trial. Who knows? I was going to say, maybe a yeah. test mark, a testing, they're testing it, is, it in your area. It, yeah, it, it is um, It is new and that sort of thing. So we'll see what, I'm not getting rid of it yet. We'll see what happens. But um, so far, I have not been happy with it. See, and, I don't um, like Walmart so much either, but I do like their prices compared to some of the oh, other places. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I can get a lot more bang for my buck over there um, than I can at my local grocery store. But it was really nice to go to actually go to you did that my last local week. grocery yeah. store. Did and, somebody yeah, take for you? A while, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just wondering if somebody took you. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I took, uh, somebody did take me around. Um, I called the store before that because I don't know if you guys remember, but back back during the pandemic, they wouldn't help me in that store because the, um, they were saying the baskets weren't six feet 
you know, so we couldn't be six feet apart and all this kind of stuff. And although we both had our, you know, I had a mask and the employee had a mask. And anyway, I couldn't get help there for the longest time. So I called the manager and asked if they were starting the uh, grocery shopping assistance, you know, and explained my situation. And she's, you know, he said, oh, yeah, you know, come on in. I think he, he might have been one of the managers I spoke with when I was angry. <laughs> I think I remember his voice, and I think he remembered mine. But, you know, he said, oh, yeah, come on in. You know, we'll be happy to help you, and they did. I got really good help. So um, I think if the weather ever cools down in Texas, oh, my God, it just seems like it's going to be 100 and something degrees forever. But if the weather ever cools down enough where I actually want to get out and go somewhere, I'm going to start doing my grocery shopping in the store again like I used to. Because it's, it's, it used to be a pain, and now I kind of consider it, um, you know, kind of fun. I got joking around with the person who was taking me around and, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, it's, and I got to pick out my own produce, which was good. You know, instead of having them send me overripe tomatoes. If they even um, send them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or the vegetable tray with rotten, or the the fruit fruit with rotten fruit in it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten the rotten fruit, but I have gotten We did in Florida. Rotten. Oh, man. That's bad. I still use Instacart because they work out well for me. I have never had a problem with them, really. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but I, I haven't really. Well, yeah, I use Instacart, too. The only reason I use Walmart is because of my EBT card. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Well, there's, yeah, there's a lot of Instacart in some states is supporting the EBT card now, like they do in yeah, they Indiana. They are here at Albany in New York. Fact, uh, you're right, Mike. Our supermarket, which is Price Chopper, does support it, and a lot of the other support supermarkets do as well. So, but but well, here's, if, here's if, part of the problem with the Walmart is that, like Instacart, that person goes in, shops, brings it to you. I guess in some larger cities, they have someone else that actually drives it to you. But Walmart, they do like batch, and maybe it's changed. But I knew someone who did it, and they would walk around with this big, really tall cart and do like three or four orders at once. And so imagine what could possibly go wrong, and then things sit yeah. for a while, for hours, and then they get parsed out at certain times, and they're just, and yeah. it yeah. worked. I got things, but you're right. There was a lot of issues with wrong items uh, with Walmart. Well, that already, that already yeah, it's like I got uh, a bunch of medicine that was, it was some cream or something that was like, you know, it was really something that I thought somebody would really need to use, and I got those things. And didn't get some of my items, so I'm thinking, okay, she's got, you know, or whoever this is has got this and that. I got, like, so I called, and oh, well, there's nothing we can do about that, you know. Here's the other problem I, with Walmart: you can't, you can't communicate with the person that's doing your shopping for you. Am I correct about that, Mike? Yeah, you know. that's what I'm saying. They have one. They have shoppers that all they do is, and then they outsource, and it may depend on your market. Some of them. It depends on what Mark, but Tim was going to say something. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry. I was going to say that always gets me when you do uh, an order with Instacart and the shopper decides to do all your frozen fruit foods first. Yeah. That has happened to us a few times. And well, you don't always have the most capable people doing your shopping either. Right. And yeah, was, I do like, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. I, I do like the fact that you can 
um, contact your shopper on Instacart. When I get something from my local store at HEB and I use Instacart, um, I can get in touch with the person that's shopping for me. And if they substitute something and I don't like it, you know, I can just say, please just refund that, you know. Um, just get Gary to do them. your shopping for you. Ha, ha, ha. I'd wind up with nothing but beer and chips. Well, at least you'd have something. <laughs> you know, you got to you got to start someplace. <laughs> well, I mean, I like beer, I like chips, but I need a little bit. You know, I'm more. Well, Jackie would do chips and chips and chips and chocolate milk. What's that, yeah. Gary? I heard you in the background. What'd you say, Gary? I said I'm actually a, a good shopper. Yeah. Uh, I had to do it for myself for you know decades. Now he's a good shopper. He just. You know, he's a good shopper for a single man. Let's put it that way. <laughs> when he was single. Um, when I went over to his house, I found one skillet, one spatula, and one little tiny saucepan. I was going to make breakfast for him, and I thought, no, this isn't going to work. <laughs> you know, I think that's my most disappointing meal of the, to be delivered is breakfast. You spoke of breakfast, cooking breakfast. I've never seen good breakfast from a breakfast place. They either they keep them too long, or it's cooled off, or there's something. Have you guys ever had any good experiences with breakfast? Being um, well, the only problem we've ever had is that it gets here cold. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's it's kind of hard to keep eggs warm. And still have them taste good. So, even though we've ordered breakfast, I would still rather go out and get it because I can get everything hot, you know, hopefully, and fresh, and, uh, you know. And uh, that's one thing I'm good at is scrambling eggs. Hey, I can scramble eggs like crazy. Can you scramble? You don't don't have that that, that kitchen gadget. It's the egg scrambler, and you put this thing, and you puncture the shell, and and it scrambles the egg in the shell itself. No, I don't think you have that. I've heard of that. That's weird, because I like to put some spices in mine. I don't like just plain scrambled eggs. You're not just an average cook, then, yeah. Well, I, I consider myself, because of the fact that I wish I knew how to cook more things than I know how to cook. And I'm trying to decide now between, well, I haven't tried my air fryer in my oven yet, because I'm afraid it's going to set off the smoke alarm. Um, <laughs> be, well, because um, our smoke alarms here are so, and if, I, if, if you set off the smoke alarm, a lot of times it'll set off the alarms in the whole building. And so that's... Yeah, if you, if you, well, yeah, I guess if you don't open the front door, it won't do it. But anyway, I'm going to try the air fryer in my oven and see how I like it. It's the, it's very small. It's just one of those little trays in the toaster oven. It's got enough room for a few things. Anyway, I'm going to try some, I bought some chicken wings. And oh. I bought some french fries, but they don't go at the same time and temperature, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I'm trying to decide between an air fryer or an Instapot. What would you what would you use more often, your air fryer or your Instapot, Bill? Well, it would depend. Uh, like both, I'm going to cook a roast this weekend. That's when I want my Instant Pot. If I'm going to cook vegetables or chili or something, I want my Instant Pot. Um, when Jenny and I are in Florida, then it's mainly... 
it's more the instant pot here with with Jackie that likes French fries, twenty nineteen out of the twenty one meals. Then <laughs> then you would use an then you would use an air fryer. You know, um, yeah. It depends well, upon. Yeah, it's one of those things I can't afford to get both right now, so I'm trying to decide what to get if I get one. I would recommend, if you can (laughs) use your iPhone relatively, the one I got from V-Sync is, I know a lot of this stuff you hear him talk about on here is hype and whatever, but I'm going to tell you really what works and what doesn't work, in my opinion. Now, that one actually works relatively well don't you think so jenny the app yeah the app, the app is, and the phone i mean the fryer actually i like the yeah, kind the, the, the fryer is pretty good especially if you have things like um, chicken breasts or something that you want to cook on on both sides of it like we've done uh, hamburgers and ours and it's we have the what is it called kasori Blaze, right. Something and it cooks on both sides at the same time, so it has an element in the top and one in the bottom, so you don't have to oh. worry about turning and it then over. It's easy to yeah, that's that's what I like about my um, my grill. I don't have to my Opti grill. I don't have to worry about right. But these are much easier to clean than that grill. Those, oh, yeah, that is hard to clean. Yeah. That is hard to clean, and it gets pretty hot, and it has a tendency to dry out meat. But I noticed that. I thought it was something I was doing wrong. No, it's something I must be doing wrong, too. It's the nature of those kind of... <laughs> It's the nature of those kind of grills because they make them so that they'll drain the grease off stuff. So when in that when it drains the grease off, it's taking some of the juice out of the meat too because it cooks yeah. it hot and fast. But I, yeah, I can but... cook a good roast. Uh, sometimes I even cook spaghetti and the the uh, you know oh, the instant pot plus recipe. Yeah, and it's safe. All I use is just, I forgot what I use. I use maybe a pound or two of ground beef. Now, I usually brown that in the skillet, but you could brown it in that. And then I put it in there, and then then I get my spaghetti. I take a thing of that, and I always like to break my spaghetti up. This is just me. I don't like to try to eat it when it's just all long. Uh, Right, and so then I get a big can of that. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, it's beef broth, and I put that in there, and then to mix all of that up. There may be one other ingredient I'm not looking at. Your it. jar of spaghetti sauce. Sp- yeah, spaghetti sauce, and mix that all up and cook it for approximately 20 minutes in that. Uh, pressure cooker and it's done. You got some of the best spaghetti you've ever ate. Or wow, you don't have to boil it. And drain no, it no, 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 wow. no. Wow, no, you don't have to do any of that. And and we, it makes well, it makes meals for us for two or three days. Oh, yeah, and yeah. the the vegetable, you know, the beef, the roast beef is real good. The I cooked the round steak in there. My little homemade combinations are green beans, smoked sausage, potatoes are good in there. 
And so, I don't know if all the Instapot suits, Bill, but some of them, if you leave the top off, it'll actually brown. Yeah, you can. Make now. chili and, uh, you know, when it brown the hamburger, hey, cook it with it open. Long, to me, as long as it tastes good, I don't care. Yeah, I, I really don't care if it's physically brown as long as it's cooked. That's hey, it tastes yeah. good, you know, but I but will say... Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I was to say, Fran, I, I guess the way I would answer that question, if if you're mainly eating, you know, like you just eat a lot of meat and French fries, you know, pork chops, chicken, fries, legs, that, then, you, you know, hamburgers, you might be more for the uh, air fryer. But if you want a variety, you want to do vegetables and pastas and like, roasts and chili, then maybe the, the, you know, the Instapot would be more. Uh, in your line and you don't have to worry about it setting off the smoke alarm no it's not going to do that just remember here's a key thing to remember now chris did teach me this all other highfalutin ways she did teach me this and that is to always use plenty of water you know a couple cups of water at least and you because you don't want the pot getting dry on you and causing something to burn or causing some type of uh, a problem. Right. But, and I don't know about the newer ones. Though. Mine would actually stop cooking. It would be, start beeping. Yeah, it would make some um, noise, and this one does too. So it's a safety feature, but cooking like you like to cook, Fran, I'm not... I think you would like the air fryer, but if you had something to go on i think you would like the the pressure cooker yeah okay um, well eventually the, i'm hopefully i'm gonna get both and gary says how are you gonna have any room to cook you've got enough stuff on your countertop already yeah well that's, it's the only that's, apartment i know that expanded their kitchen <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can always do, you do what I would do. When my grandmother had the old-fashioned pressure cooker that was on the stove, I used to jump up and down on the kitchen floor and see if I could get the thing to, to blow but up. That's not oh, your my grand- God, I used to do that, too, when my yeah. grandmother would run hers. <laughs> the, they're not the same as the oven, but if you like, like, homemade green beans or, mm, yeah. uh, you know, things, there's so many different things that you can read that, that you can do. And... You know, when it makes somebody like me that's such a klutz cook good, you know, you know it can't be too bad. Um, so I, I, I would tell you the right now the best price I've seen is about one sixty nine on the pressure cooker and about one twenty, sometimes a little cheaper for the air fryer. So. You know, just the Instapots that I have seen, the one thing about them is the ones I've seen don't say anything about being, you know, smart. I mean, using your iPhone or, or your A-Lady with them. Uh, what it I would just, suggest uh, is go to Amazon and type in, you know, the pressure cooker smart. Use the word smart when you're doing the search. And they'll okay. come up. And it will say in the description. It clearly says that it's a smart a smart yeah. one. Yeah. I thought about, you know, just getting a regular one. I thought it would be cheaper, but I don't know how accessible. No, yeah, it's not accessible. Plus, you're not going to get the benefits of it. You know, yeah. you, you'll get a menu, and maybe you somebody can mark that menu for you, but then you can't go into that menu 
or then you can't even um, you don't know how much time is left so there's advantages it's just a few more dollars and trust me yeah. it's well worth it I'm one of these people that you know some people have to have if if it isn't smart they don't want it you know if it doesn't run with the, with the phone or the a lady they don't want it and well, I'm kind of just the other way I'd like to keep it simple but at the same time, if it's not going to work for me, if I don't do well, that, you may be able. You may be able to use it without that technology because they do like the Instapots have buttons for different things, right? You got one for right, but, rice or porridge if you want to eat cereal. Right, but you're limited, and you can't set the pressure release or do anything. This is one time when I would urge you to go smart if you want a quick release or whatever you don't have those options mike well, that's you're... true I'm just, I'm just saying if, if people want to you know i'm just saying if people want to get simple and they know cooking and they know how long to cook things and you know they can kind of work with that but i i agree there is benefits to having it smart you can see exactly what temperature it is to the degree how much time is left you could set rules in there if you need to stop it and make changes or add ingredients so there are definitely benefits to the I'm just saying, if people want to do it simply and they know they cooking, can. they've been cooking for years, but they're going to lose out. Around, they can work around that. Right. It's like yeah. putting holes. You know, I don't right. know, but it's it's not to me. It wasn't worth the price difference because when you give that up, you know, this can work right out of the box when it's accessible, and you don't have to have any help at all. Okay. So well, that's good to know. There you go. And, uh, I know Gary's got a lot of questions about Sonos and things like that, so I will. Anyway, yeah. all right. Thanks a lot. All right. All right. Thank you, Fran. <clears throat> CJ, right. we're making everyone talk. Yeah, we are. You're doing a and good we, job. Right now we have no hands raised, <clears throat> so if anyone would like to raise their hands and then... Gary, Gary to wanted to know about, and this is your field of expertise. I'm not so big on them as I used to be. Is a Sonos, but then I, now I yeah, I'm the same way. But we can see what questions Gary has. But yeah, yeah. Gary, if you raise your hand, because I have, I only have, I have the Sonos Play Five. I have two of those, uh, but they don't make anymore. But they do make uh, similar devices. But uh, I like my Sonos again. It, it depends on which model you want. But if you tell us what you what you're looking for, then we can. I I like my Sonos, but I'm telling you, I think the uh, the Amazon Studio will give it a run for its money. Mm. Yeah, I don't have any issues with the, my new Euro router getting it to work with the Sonos, uh, but that's a whole other. Well, yeah, the Sonos is more of a pain than. Jeff's just got the, one old the thing. The Sonos Roams, and we never have gotten both of them to work at the same time. Never. I know that you had a problems with those. Gary, go ahead. You're, and uh, also the also the great support, I understand, has gone downhill. Way downhill. Well, that's that's interesting to know. We have, we have some audio issues with both of our computers. And I can never figure out how to fix those. Then we can progress to getting some sort of. And I still can't play my music. <laughs> sound uh, stuff. No, um, Winamp. Winamp seems to, on friends, it will play a file and then it just stops. 
they'll start to play. Uh, mine, I have a whole different problem where the only stuff I can play is somehow in the library, and I don't, I can't figure out how to undo that. So I think that would just take a session on one of those remote for one of us to log in and look at it. Yeah. But I'm willing to, you know, pay somebody to help me fix these audio systems because uh, yeah, I want to get first, station playlists and stuff like that, too. So. Yeah, because first you probably have to remove and do a clean install of WinApp, but even then you have to go into your file and really files and like it. tell it yeah to always play mp3s and this yeah let's uh, say even if you launch an m3 like i got playlist files just to launch the legend and they won't work unless i open them from winamp and you know so it's and and the changing file associations and, and the latest and all these windows things used to be very very simple but you can't yeah. use winamp to do that anymore mike you actually have to do it through right. windows you to, yes you have to go in the windows and there's there's <laughs> There's like over a thousand different file types. Yeah. And you have to know how to. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm not, I've used WinApp since the early 2000s, but I could, I'm not necessarily, you know, married to it or whatever. But Well, then you, yeah, you uh, might like VLC maybe. VLC uh, or. A little learning curve, but it does work. It plays about anything. And, it, uh, it will play yeah. everything I've ever put in it. But, but again, it, it's not, it's not as intuitive as you think, Mike. I mean, I get it to work because I have to with one of the, well, that's what I just said. It's not as you, easy to use as WinAmp, but it, it does a lot. With uh, VLC, uh, can you check things like uh, track time, bit rate, and all that uh, with VLC? I know you can with WinAmp. I'm not sure about that. The only reason I use it is a site that I use to get radio air checks, and, and they, I, it would yeah, only work with the VLC. So I think, I I think you site. can. And Brian <laughs> Harchin may have some scripts for it over at harchin.org because he knows a lot about that type of stuff. So, yeah, but I'm not I, an expert at it. I got it because I was doing <sighs> conventions online, and we had to play videos, and Winamp wouldn't show the full video. It had a big bar in the middle of the screen, so I had to start using VLC. Um, but yeah, it does a lot. Yeah, I've been trying to fix these issues, and so uh, maybe I'll just get a VLC. Yeah, but what if you uninstall? If, if he uninstalls WinAmp and then, but then yeah, he's that's, clean that's out what all the I files. would do: is do a complete clean install of WinAmp, and uh, that. But again, you got to know how to do that, and you still got to go yeah. in those file associations and tell it. Otherwise, something yeah. won't play. Right. I know I've had winning. to do that with radio stations that I'm setting yeah. up for the database. Well, this, uh, my uh, friend, for some reason, hers her computer will play the files. It will start the files, and then it just stops maybe 20, 30 seconds into the file. And mine uh, I cannot play any kind of stream. The only thing I can play is stuff from my library. I don't know. I didn't what do you mean you can only change. play stuff from your library? What, what like my mu- some my music. Okay, but what like in other words, if you go to you a can't radio listen to the legend at all. No, I can't saying. listen to the legend or I couldn't I can't go anywhere and listen to any stream. That I'm, sounds like a that sounds like a file association error, Mike, because of Yeah, the, yeah, you got <laughs> Uh, hmm. How long have you had that Windows? I mean, you're probably right. Just Windows issues. I could even go beyond Winamp, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, um, 
when I put Winamp on this computer after I bought it, I, you know, unchecked, you know, I let it play every file type and I did all that, you know. So I'm not sure why I can't play anything. The, the, the problem is, is like, in... I've had the problem where it'll, it'll, it'll have, it'll be a file type and Windows will say, what program do you want to play this file type? Yeah. And I, it'd be, because you, you can't, you can't even do that within Winamp. That Another. Has on the Windows. Another annoyance that it keeps doing it, right? You do a Windows update, it asks you again what file. Well, they like, I already answered this four or five times. Why do you keep <laughs> yeah, messing with Yeah, it's like my, my password yeah. on the email here. You've asked me that, and I've checked the box, and it keeps on asking every day. So, same thing. But I'm satisfied. Yeah. I would... I'd be willing to bet one of those cold beers or a a plate of chips that we could fix that problem. Oh, okay. I'll pick you up on that. That'd be great. I'd be very happy to get my music playing again. Yeah, I I believe that we could do it. Uh, Now, what we may have to do to do it, I don't know, but... Oh, I wonder what that was. June. Uh, June. Cooking. Was that Jackie? Cooking is mu- almost done. Jackie must be cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I just heard the fire alarms go off. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a bunch of sirens going by. Right. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, I'm upstairs and Jenny's out, so if it happens, we're away from it, but who knows? <laughs> you know, but yeah, Gary, Hopefully, I yeah, think we'll talk about it off here, but I think we can yeah, get you. Good. I think we can get you going. Sounds good. And, yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, coffee stories back on that topic. Um, I, uh, when I, one of my reading service jobs, I would make coffee before people came in. And I forgot to put the water, you know, and I did that. And I forgot to put the pot under there. Oh, I've done that. Oh, that was a mess. Oh. And made a whole pot of coffee, and there was coffee going everywhere. Oh, it, it took me, it took me uh, a long time to clean it up because we had a carpeted table oh. that we had it on, and so my first readers came in and they were kind of chuckling. What did you do? Leave the coffee? Uh, put, not put the thing under there? <laughs> so, and then another time, uh, our weekend person who did not drink coffee at all uh, had messed up the coffee, and it was thundering and lightning and all this. And so he called me up, you know, and said, I can't make this coffee. You can use it. I trundled down. I get soaked, you know, going in there to make that coffee for him. And I said, from now on, I'll set it up the day before. Because I don't want to have to come back down here. Right, yeah. But coffee, yeah, we've all had our accidents with yeah. coffee. And since we've got Omar. At least with the. Uh, at least with the Keurig, if, if, if you forget to put the cup underneath, the, the tray that the Keurig, the water drips, it will hold one cup of coffee without messing it up if you're careful. You won't spill it all over the place. You can uh, empty that tray into the sink and uh, yeah, wash that out. Yeah, yeah, I can do that too. <laughs> but in this modern day, it seems like they could have a sensor that would just see there's no cup there and not. Yeah, yeah you're you right, Mike. It seems like they should be you able to do that. that. As smart as they are, that they could 
that it would know that the cup's not, not under yeah. there. I mean, we can they send have a those... man to the moon, and we can't put a sensor on a Keurig. They have those dumb <laughs> things that lay you, like your coffee pot either, and they have those things that let you stop it in the middle of brewing so oh, you yeah. can pour your they cup before it finished. So you'd think it wouldn't be that hard to put a sensor in there so it knows the thing that's supposed to be under there is under there. Yeah, who would think that. And maybe nobody thought of it. I doubt it, though. Well, there you go. There's a, there's your next million-dollar invention. We'll call it the Coffee Brewer One. How about that? <laughs> yeah. There okay. you go. Okay, and then when I get that million, we'll, we'll have a big party, and I'll have Bill and Chip and some beer. There you go. <laughs> hey, that doesn't sound too bad, Gary. No. You might, even be able to, you might even be able to spring for mixed nuts by then. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll do that. Yeah, if you want mixed nuts, yeah, I'll... Might, yeah. yeah. I might even make hamburgers. Or Fran said she'd make hamburgers or pot roast or something. Or it chocolate coffee beans that people eat. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. And, and, that yeah. New, and that new instant pot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You might like them, Mike. You can go to, like, Starbucks. Other places have them. I've gotten them in Starbucks before. They have coffee, no, chocolate-covered espresso beans. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. We have a friend who uh, loves those, and she's always, when she comes around, she's always bringing them around. Oh, they're good. They yeah. are. Jenny, do you sell that place in India to get that coffee cake? Since this is the coffee club. Uh, it's oh, really yeah. good coffee. Psalms. Yes, they have really good coffee cake. Who does? Okay, well, what, what, is, what is the name of this place that does that? Is it, some, is it mail order, Jenny, or what? I think they do actually, you can get on a subscription to get their different flavors of their coffee cake. So many so many a year for a price. But. Is this a local place in your area, or is it on, on the web somewhere, and then you order from the web? Is that how it works? You can order from the web, but it is a local place here. But Jenny okay. loves coffee cake, right, Jenny? I like sour, what they used to call sour cream coffee cake, like my, like my aunt and grandma and mom used to make, where, where it's real moist and, you know, they rise because like, they make it in one of those butt pans so it gets tall and... And they put the... The best coffee cake I ever had in my life was the one that Schwann's used to make. Oh, yes. yes it was good. <laughs> that was good. And why they always yeah. take away good stuff, then they wonder why they don't have the business. They take away the good stuff. And they raise the prices. Well, yeah, that's a deadly combination. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they raise the price. In fact, like I don't even know if Swan still comes around anymore. And they Sounds don't like our HOA. They raise the prices and do less. Yeah, they got away. They got away from the Braille catalog. Well, oh, I know, and I used to like that because they used to send out the. The brochures of the specials for the month. and Yeah. They were really doing good for a while at that end, but I think it cost too much money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah those yeah, refrigerated trucks. And I think the pandemic hurt them, which I thought was kind of strange because you thought you that might be tough yeah. with boom. You know, the home delivery, you think that would. But yeah, see, but the prices were high. I mean, they couldn't compete with Instacart and and the other other yeah. grocery companies that do that. Well, right, right. that's true. That they they didn't have for a long time. They didn't have competition at home delivery space. Uh, right. right. Yeah, they took their market away. And I could I couldn't order from Schwann's today and have it come today. I, you have to order they if, if, if you have to order like a week in advance. I mean, I yeah. Order, 
at least. You know, it doesn't. They don't. They don't. They're not like a regular company. In other words, hey, when you want the it, guy, you want it. Right, right. The Schwan guy is in your area every every other Thursday. That's um. That's the only right. time you can get your stuff delivered, unless you do it by FedEx and stuff. So, I mean, that that's part of the problem with their business model. It's it's not keeping up with the times. It's yeah. kind of like the cab companies. Yeah, it's, it's like the cab companies. Well, I wonder how many how many people in your area do you have like the it's not welcome wagon. What is that that Sherry works for, Bill? What is that called? Oh, market market wheel wagon wagon wheel. Yeah, wagon something like that. That's market expensive. Wagon. That is very pricey, Jennifer. I've looked into it. What is wagon wheel, Mike? I mean, guys, it is. Have- it's a service where you. You order your groceries, and they come on one day of the week, a certain day they come into your community, and they box it box it up, and then they have a driver's deliver it. But it's very expensive. I don't think we have that here. I've not heard of wagon. It's like farmer's markets. Yeah, it's kind of like a farmer's shop. market, but it's, it's very pricey. Yeah. Yeah. Very pricey. Yeah, we got several I think, I think a pound of bacon was almost $10. It was just very pricey. Well, I know that a friend of mine in, in in the Albany area has a thing that where they deliver, where they give you the where you get the freezer from them and you buy you rent the freezer from them and once a, once every so often they fill it up with all the stuff you need. But that's expensive. I, I know that was wow. big in the '60s, but I mean that that really is an expensive proposition. That was the one I was just going to ask about because I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, we have uh, another hand raised, Gary. So if you can hold on a second, we'll, uh, sure. we'll want to get to that person. Uh, we have an area code five zero one, and I always forget. That's that's in Arkansas. That's got to be Sharon, or or uh, uh, yeah, Sharon in Arkansas. Can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, it's, good uh, morning, everybody. There you go, Sharon. Yeah, good morning, everyone. I've been listening on the side. Um, uh. uh what do you what do you think about shift? I I finally downloaded that and got well I got it going and they're sending me you know notifications but I I'm not I'm not I'm not sure about it. I've heard a lot of people be, been talking about it. Well, we use it sometimes in Florida, and I will tell you what they do. They do well. Uh, you will get shoppers, and their shoppers are out. Standing, you know, the shoppers are outstanding, and these—I read about one the other day that the two ship drivers got together and bought this older lady a present and brought it to her home. You know, when they did the delivery, but they go out of their way and they will help you put up groceries or do whatever, or they're used on our drugstore delivery from CVS, but they will do quite they do quite well. They're um, what stores do they support? Or is that market well, by market? Market by market in Florida, they're better. They have like uh, Publix. They have some of the liquor stores. They also have Costco's. Now I found them not so good with uh, things like Costco. But the other things they do well, and they do have a number you can call if you've got a problem yes, I will. with an order or okay. whatever. 
but they're delivered. Uh, uh, will you be able to give me that number or uh, send that number to my email or something for me, um, um, Bill? Or something? Yeah. Please. I, I'll be glad to send it to you. Just send me an email asking for it at bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at billsparks.org. Okay. That's the same one you and, can and, use. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have one more question, sure. and I'm not trying to go off, off, off food-wise, but I'm looking for meal air fryer where I don't have to flip think meat so either myself. I, right. I got a big boss air fryer. That's what I got right now, a big boss. Well, and, you uh, probably have to I, flip I don't that know. over. I don't know that these are any better, but I know, like the other night, we had some frozen chicken sandwiches. Normally, you can just put those in the microwave. But we we took the chicken breast off the buns, then put the right. chicken breasts in, cooked them. It cooked them on both sides. I think I cooked it 10, 12 minutes. Then, then we put the other things in the oven, in the little June oven, and the buns. And then put them together. They weren't dried out, and they really tasted good. You know how the microwave can make some things hot, and then some places yes, it's yes, cool? Yes, yes, This was warm yes. all over. It tasted, I don't even like uh, chicken, and I uh, like that. Or I like usually well, fried chicken with a bone. Well, so. I have the big boss. I already got one here that I got from Walmart, and my friends had the market. But I'm still, I hate trying to reach up in there and uh, take the basket out. You know, I don't mind with the pot hold, and then you got to flip it over and make sure the meat don't go down in the thing where you got to use a long fork to get it. So I'm trying to find one that is, is easier for me, but well, I just... Well, Bill, would the blaze be better since it cooks both sides at once? Well, the blaze probably would be better. The easy, whatever it's called, the easy blaze. The blaze, you know, that one, it's uh, uh, by, because the only thing is, Sharon, if you have an iPhone, you have to install an app, and it's kind of easy to swipe to it and say, you know, you want to cook at, 350 or 400 degrees and it's got a ton of recipes in there of course wow. I don't have yeah, that is true, if you don't have an iPhone it's a touch screen and it's, I do, do I have a SC20 well, right, I could have a SC20 you could do it Sharon but that it does cook it on both sides I had a big and what's boss the name of it? never mind <laughs> oh, it's oh, just I'm called sorry, an yeah. easy uh, blaze easy B-L-A-Kasori Kasori Smart Oven, Smart Air Fryer. It's a Duo Blaze, isn't it? Yeah, Duo Blaze. I'm sorry, Duo Blaze. The Blaze EZ is that thing Blind Bargain sells. Oh, that plays yeah, that's one that Jeff bought. Uh, dual no, I, I never got it. <laughs> right. It's called a Dual EZ. Dual Blaze. Dual, dual EZ, Blaze. like the letter EZ. Yeah. Nope. No, you don't. You don't even worry okay. about the easy. Don't forget the easy. It's dual blaze. Dual blaze. Dual blaze. Right. Okay. I can, Bill, can I ask one more question real quick? Because I'm quite sure there's another hand. But this has been bothering me. I um, I got um, Google Google uh, 
Google Chrome on my computer. I got, I, you know, I got the app on there, and they sent me. Um, I'm, I'm a, 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 a secretary of the king. Uh, they call it Kingdom Toastmaster, and the guy recorded the minutes for me uh, on uh, on. Uh, on their, well, you know, on their computer, on the thing, the Zoom. But when I went in there to try to listen to the audio with the Google Drive and everything, I got an account and everything set up. It said I needed access, access button or something like that. So I'm not able to hear, uh, you know, hear what they said in the minutes. Um, Mike, it's probably that she doesn't have access to their Zoom site. Well, you may have to log in with the password. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure the way she's asking it because those Zoom links they have, right, there's one that's that you have to log in with a password, then there's a public link. So he might have gave you the one that he used to upload it. And so without the password, you can't hear it. Uh, okay, so, okay. But there's a second link that's for public that anyone can listen to. So that could be what what you're dealing with. He just gave you the wrong link to use. Yeah, so that means okay. That so I need to have them to come over here and uh, and uh, come over here and, and correct this so I can be able to right. listen to it and uh, okay, got you. Or got he could you. email you. I the, thank y'all. He could email you. And the other link. thing, Sharon, is we're going to be sending out some links about because Dave and Chris did a demo, uh, audio demo of the. Uh, dual blaze of the air fryer so you'll know some more about okay. it so, oh that'll be wonderful mike what is your website name again uh my website is loftware.com that's l-a-u-f as in frank w-a-r-e.com okay loftware.com yes right. l-a-u-f-w-a-r-e.com it's a very nice website yeah, okay. makes thank me you, even. Thank you. Thank, thanks, Sharon. Thank you, family. <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, there thank we you, are. Sharon. That's what it is, family. Uh, is Pierre with his hand up? Uh, his hand's not up. I'm going to tell him to unmute himself. Pierre, can you unmute yourself? You did have your hand up earlier if you're still there. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Uh, but uh, y'all were talking about the speakers. I agree with Jenny. That, uh, that Amazon studio is fantastic. Uh, and uh, y'all were talking about the coffee pots. I did that one time. Candyman walked in. I'm standing there talking to him. He said, shouldn't there be a pot under that coffee? And <laughs> I had coffee going everywhere. <laughs> like uh, oh, the Skype. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. his, his internet's breaking up. Keep, t- try it again, uh, uh, Pierre. Oh, I, I, all I said was I heard somebody mention jambalaya. Who was it? That was Mike. Mike? He wants to make it for his birthday. Uh, because uh, that's his favorite thing to do is go to other states and go to uh, Cajun restaurants and order jambalaya so he can laugh at them. <laughs> uh, some of them are so good, yeah. What, what they call it, I was in um, uh, uh, Des Moines, Iowa, <laughs> and we went to this place called Buzzard Billy's. And uh, 
they have what they call jambalaya, and that's the first jambalaya I ever saw in my life that had chili powder in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, well. but everywhere you go, they have a different recipe, and none of it's authentic. No, it's all different, isn't it? Right, exactly. Uh, you well, know. you're from Louisiana, right, Pierre? So you ought to know. Yep. He's an expert on that, on a lot of other stuff. You can catch Pierre every weekend right here on The Legend. Right, Pierre? Yep. Every Saturday morning and Sunday morning, Pierre joins me on the country show and on the gospel show, and we stumble through it together. (laughs) I certainly don't know what I'm doing. Pierre does, but, you know, at least we have fun doing it. Yeah, we have fun. Getting some layups and Pierre goes, like What that. the heck are you doing? Planning <laughs> doing it. Yeah. I said, I don't know. <laughs> Was it last week we got started and we went off the air and we had all kinds of problems but we come back. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wish somebody would anybody need any rain? I think in the last three months, we've only had four days when it didn't rain. Yeah. I mean, we just it, got a it, bunch of rain up here in New York State yesterday. Uh, I don't think we've had any rain here much. And and then they put all the rain we've got in the last three months, and now they're predicting rain for the next 10 days. As far out as they, they, they predicted, it's rain every day. Rain, rain, well, rain. Well, you keep some of it there because you'll need it this winter. Yeah. But Just, I think I need to ship some to California. Yeah, they <laughs> might need a little. Along Just with some jambalaya. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We don't want a hurricane again. You know, after no. last year in Ida. No, we enough. don't need no hurricanes. So far, it's been unusually calm, they said, this year. We're already like yeah. seven days in there. So, But my plan is to put a generator in, Pierre, in Florida, in southwest Florida, is to put a, a generator in the house. Yeah, so, well, I've, I've, got, I've got a 22K generator. So whenever we had Hurricane Ida, everybody else was out of electricity. We still had our air conditioning. Yeah, we got to keep Bella comfortable, right? Yeah, we can't have Bell getting hot. That's right. They, you get that report every weekend, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Such as it is, yeah. We are in desperate times here, but we we do what we can do. You know. But I would just check in. Y'all have a good day. You too, Pierre. Pierre, it's always good talking to you. Thank you. I call everybody calls him Pierre. I call him friend. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, we we are now. If anyone would like to uh, contribute, right. you know anybody to do so, wants but... Jeff's knowledge. <laughs> he... only, I don't. I don't know if I have that much knowledge, but we all work together somehow. So if anyone wants to talk, they can raise their hand, and we'll get to you guys. And we'll and... T- we'll we'll tell you what we don't know. And we've got Don in uh, Hollywood, North Hollywood, North, yeah, North Hollywood, California. Go ahead, Don. Unmute yourself, please. Oh, yes, you are unmuted. Go ahead. Right. Well, you, you you requested us, so we're here. <laughs> Make a few comments here. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say was, sounds like Pierre better have his uh, his uh, Puro ready. 
in case they need to float out of there. It sounds like with all the rain they're going to get in the next 10 days, the last thing you want is a, is a hole in your little boat there. <laughs> hey, as long as LSU wins and the Saints win, he doesn't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and another comment here is, uh, you know, here in California, uh, our, our weather people, they talk, you know, they get on the air and talk weather every five minutes, but it never rains in Southern California. We don't have any. Yeah, at least not so far. And it sounds like we're going to be baking here for the next month, by, by the sounds of it. What about uh, Northern so, California? Anyway. My my nephew lives in Palo Alto. Does it rain up there? I think they've been having some rain up there. Maybe I don't know, but uh. Uh, they don't talk about that area, so I couldn't tell you. So you uh, live boy, in? They sure, yeah, they should get on here every five minutes on the news. I'll tell you. Yeah, uh, I guess nothing else is going on but the weather. So you guys live in North Hollywood. What is it like in? North Hollywood. I mean, you hear about all the glamour, and do you see a lot of the movie stars, or is that a part of your lives out there? The movies. Well, we don't see too many movie stars. Now, I did see. Uh, uh, we have some guys uh, down in in uh, Hollywood. You know, they dress up. You know, like uh, movie stars, or uh, like Batman, or uh, Superman, or whatever. Uh, the only ones I've seen really to talk to was a black guy who was dressed up as Zorro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty interesting. He and a, another guy were on the bus one night. I uh, was coming home from seeing Sandy, and uh, this guy who was the—he was a, dressed up as a pirate. Anyway, so they're both uh, swordsmen, right? So uh, this new guy, he, he spotted Zorro and was getting some uh, uh, some— uh, you know, cues on how to do sword fighting and things of that sort. <laughs> so, at one time they got off the bus there and were, uh, the guy, uh, Zorro was given the pirate pointers on how to fight and how to do swords swordsmanship and things like that. Uh, that's really about the closest I've seen any movie stars there in North Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> so, you don't... Anyway, no. uh, yeah, go ahead. What what is a typical dawn day? Do you go over and see uh, Sandy every day, or do you a typical dawn day? Well, uh, in North Hollywood. Well, the mornings we're not uh, we're not checking in with the legend here. Uh, uh, we sleep in a little bit, but usually we get up around five thirty or so and catch the legend about six o'clock and get the Bella report or the Sunshine report. <laughs> things like that and uh, then uh, I go off and do some stuff here uh, uh, Sandy checks in with uh, the 700 club there she's a big fan of that and uh, sometimes we do stuff with uh, the Braille Institute they have classes during the day they're you know virtual classes they're not you know we don't go there uh, yeah they do it over the phone yeah and uh, we have a library club there once a month uh, that's today, as a matter of fact. We've got that going around 1 o'clock or so. And, uh, and of course, on Thursday, uh, we, we catch the, uh, we catch the uh, All Things Radio and, and uh, Radio Tim. We uh, give Tim a hard time there a little bit. Yeah. And we sure enjoy that. And so that's really kind of all we do. <laughs> now, right. we do... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
we're going to be Thursday. We may not be checking in with the uh, with the uh, uh, with all things radio because uh, we'll be over at uh, Kaiser. Uh, that's uh, the medical facility that we both go to. Anyway, we're gonna. Uh, we were there last week and we got a lot of stuff done, but we didn't get uh, some um, stuff that Sandy needed done. Uh, and the uh, what was it, Sandy, that you needed? I needed blood work, and the guy that was taking us back, he was in a hurry, so we couldn't do it. So. Yeah, yeah, the guy that was giving us our ride. Fortunately, Kaiser gives us uh, rides for free from uh, where she's at to uh, the facility there in uh, Panorama City. That's in the northern part of the valley, I guess mid-northern. And so it uh, brings us back, but uh, we didn't have quite time to do everything we planned on doing. So and, she'll uh, get her butt. Gotta, Is it a lot of work for you to get ready to go, Sandy? To go uh, to a meeting, or I mean to go to Kaiser? Not really. Just have to get in my wheelchair, get dressed, and get every my hair brushed. Not necessarily in that order, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. So I think yeah, you're going to I, mention I something else, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Bill. Uh, uh, yeah, I usually have to come over from uh, North Hollywood over to Northridge where she's at, and I ride along with her to uh, the facility, and I coordinate, you know, getting the rides and everything. And, uh, and we call and get the res. We have to get a reservation three days early so we can get our rides. Get a rise and well, we wish you good luck in going to Kaiser. Did you have anything else, Don, before we pull in the next well, victim? We, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we we do uh, some. Uh, we don't do any cooking together. We're hoping that uh, there will come a time shortly that we'll uh, she'll be giving me some pointers on doing. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Oh, steaks and uh, uh, chicken and all kinds of things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm planning on moving to Don's place. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, and uh, uh, right now we're using, uh, we're doing uh, uh, Subway, which uh, I bring Subway over to her every week or two. And we have a little party there, <laughs> and it tastes pretty good. So that's pretty much what our lives are like out here. Uh, say, Bill, there's one thing I wanted to mention to you. Uh, it, it's no longer an issue, but when I was checking in on the link, I, I listened to the legend on. I was getting a thing that said uh, you had uh, had a privacy error on there, and I couldn't get past that to get to the link. Uh, but fortunately, that was temporary. Uh, this morning, it was it was back to normal again. I don't know if that was anything you could have done anything about or not. Was, but but Don, was I, that the website, like back on the weekend maybe, or when? Yeah, it was over the weekend. We yeah, were we, that was, uh, we, were, we moved the website. I moved it Saturday night, so there was a privacy error probably Sunday morning until we got that fixed. That was part of the moving uh, issue, but... Uh, yeah, well, we found another website to get on so we could listen to the legend. So it right, but it should okay. all be good now. So yeah, yeah, it's it's okay now. We've got it. Right, well, okay, we'll go. You take care, Sandy. 
And, and you good too, talking Don. to you, Don yeah, and yeah, Sandy. Sure uh, yeah, I'm on my third coffee here already. <laughs> uh, Jeff's well, like you're a man after my own heart, Don. I've, I've, Jeff, I've had my three cups of coffee already. Jeff's like Big uh, Lou. He's on his third or fourth, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hear All that. Right. All right. Thank you, Don. We have any next victims, Jeff? Yeah, we do have one. Uh, Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, good morning, Coffee Club. I'm uh, just reminiscing since I'm 81 years of age. At one time, I did have a third-class FCC <coughs> license, 1979, 1980, whatever. I, I was on KMOJ radio six days a week. And just to operate a control board, we had to have a third-class FCC license. Now, the interesting thing, I used to work, operate the concession stand in St. Paul, Minnesota, the federal courts building. So 10 years after I resigned from that, to get my FCC license, I had to go back to the federal courts building in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I'd come into the concession stand. I used to work here. I used to operate the stand. Oh, really? And then I bought a candy bar and went up to the sixth floor and got my test and, and passed. But I guess a third-class license like that, does, as far as I know, doesn't exist anymore, I guess. I, I don't know all of the... Uh, um, but anyway, that's a good question. I I don't know now what you're required. I know, yeah, I remember getting one back in '81, and you had to be at least 14 years of age. You didn't really have to do anything; just file with the FCC. But I don't think there's any more tests for that stuff anymore, Mike. From what I understand, I don't I don't believe. I'll I don't think there's ever a test for for getting a broadcast license. You just filled out the form. Yeah. Oh no, they they used the form. There used to be a test for the third third phone license they call or third phone with broadcast endorsement. There were different elements that you had to take back in the 70s because that's what I had the license originally. So there were tests for that at one point, but now they don't do well, that anymore. Like engineering or what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I, because uh, because I, even if I worked at a radio station like a cop and I had to take meter readings, even if I didn't build anything, I'd have to have a license just to do that. When I worked on the college radio station, we had to have a license that you had to display because they had to display anybody that worked there. They had to display their license, but you just filled out a form and they gave it. Right. That was a, by the time we did it in the 80s, that's the way it was. You didn't really have to, you just filled out the form and had to be at least 14 years of age and a U.S. citizen, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but I was going to ask, speaking of radio, usually around this time of year, you get the FMDX going on and I haven't heard any yet. I'm curious if. Anyone still does that? Or? Doug does. Uh, I know Doug. If, if I know Doug does because he tweet. He puts it on Twitter. So if there's a, if there's a real opening, I can tell you that. Has he posted any yet? Because I just I haven't seen any here, but I don't check as much. Not as I lately. Yes, and uh, I don't. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to say maybe Should a month be around or two this time or, of year, like the last. You know, from the 24th of August, usually yeah, right. in September, there's usually some good band openings. Of course, he's going to be on today, so maybe he'll mention something about it at 1 o'clock Eastern. Ellen, I think you have your hand raised. Or can you unmute yeah. yourself? I, yeah. Am I here? Yes, yeah, um, you're here. You were, yeah. You were talking about the, uh, the extreme weathers. This... Monsoon season has been very, very strange because back in June, we had extreme drought. I mean, it was, you know, it was a tinderbox around here, but that way, that's why we had the largest wild, wildfire 
and then now we've got the the monsoons have been kicking in really in gear good which we need the rain but it floods out the burn scars and whatnot so now we've had the wettest uh second half of the summer you can you know it's like the tale of the two extremes <laughs> i just thought i'd mention that because we were because t- we were talking about extreme weather phenomena there well, everyone knows, Ellen, that, that, that if you look at the weather today, it'll, it'll be one thing, and tomorrow it's going to change. So, Well, that's what we say, you know, around here. If you don't like the weather, wait about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, wait till later today. I can exactly. tell you, I was, I was in the Albuquerque or in New Mexico. I forgot where the heck we were in 1968, and it was a rainy time, and it was, like, humid, and it was, like, just unbearable. Uh, I got bitten up oh, by yeah, mosquitoes. We were, we were camping out. I got bitten up by mosquitoes, so I, that was not a very good experience. But oh, I like... I've got a mosquito story for you, too, but um, that happened in Florida. I was going um, years ago. My, <laughs> I was a kid at the time. We went to Lake, uh, Lake Plaza, Florida, because my grandma, my grandparents lived out there, and they had it you know, off the lake right now, or at that time. We were just visiting, and we had the extremes there. You had the heat during the day, heat and humidity during the day, and and the flies. And then at night, you had the mosquitoes. I had mosquito bites all up all up and down my arm, and you you cannot scratch that, as you know, or anything. Like, but it was just so annoying. I I'll never forget that year. <laughs> all right, thank. you. Well, uh, have a good day. And- you too. Thank you, Ellen. Take care there. Who's the next? Okay, uh, Gary, un- unmute yourself, please. Yeah, you're talking about uh, sporadic EBXing and all that. Yeah, the summers, and also there's a little bit of time around Christmas, uh, winter, uh, a couple weeks in December, January, you can get some. But uh, I have so many translators and stuff on the uh, on the dial now. You think I? It live makes in it hard to. Yeah, it makes it hard to get, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it makes it harder, but they still, if you, it's still there. It's if you name it, and you don't mind whipping an antenna around, you'll get right. And oh, wait yeah. till good weather. I mean, a good DX will wipe out those translators. And you know what's so, funny, Mike? I have the uh, the my Fire TV, and I scan the channels occasionally. And sometimes I get channels that I never. I got Channel Eight, which is not really. Uh, it's not actually transferring up where Channel Eight would be, but a digital digital Channel Eight. From New Haven, Connecticut, from Albany, oh, New York. Yeah. That's that's unusual. You don't see that on. on yeah, you'll see that t- too. Now, with that, you're right. Now that uh, HD TV could do some amazing things during those uh, band openings. And I remember in the '90s, I was getting both coasts at the same time. That was getting oh, 92.3 in LA and 92.7 in uh, Stewart, Florida. That was great. Oh man, uh, Doug <laughs> would be in his height of his glory. With now, all of those. What, what That's one of the benefits. <clears throat> I didn't realize until I moved more rural again how much stuff you can do outside of a large city. Uh, you get some really weird openings that it, it's harder to do in a city with all the pavement. Yeah, and, yeah, and the other thing is in the city, you don't, I, uh, you don't, if you knew all the transmitters like I, like I am, you, you don't get any of this because it, it overloads all your radios a lot of times. So you're in the suburbs, I, uh, and this, that's pretty good, Mike. Go ahead, Gary. 
when I lived on Galveston Island, uh, I was 50 miles from Houston, so I was about 60 or 70 miles from uh, the main transmitter site, and there was another transmitter site east of town uh, that I was about 60 or 70 miles from. And there were times when all those, all the Houston stations would get blown away by, uh, uh, you know, trop, you know, trop uh, stuff. And it was great to hear 104.1 in Houston, which is a great signal, drowned out by 104.1 and that was in New Orleans at that time. They were both the same format, so, you know, you had to pay attention to what they were presentation was. That was fun living there. Yeah, I like the I like the tropospheric inversions, and what that is is where the air above is warmer yep. than the air below, and that right. causes that really gives you a lot of good stuff. Five hundred miles. Oh, it does. Or, yeah, I was in Syracuse, New York, and I got KLNH FM in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, that's oh, wow. pretty good. I wish that's you could cool. do it without getting trouble. I think it'd be fun while you're flying to listen to the radio and see what you get. I did that. I do it a lot when I when I used to fly, mm-hmm. and, the, and the stewardess would say, "Is that a radio?" No, no, it's just my tape recorder. Oh, now, here's the geek that, that I am. I did that on my honeymoon because that's the first time I ever flown. So <laughs> I remember. Uh, that's certainly not the way to make points, you know. Is <laughs> that why you're not married? <laughs> yeah, Tim. That, exactly. <laughs> I had a friend who made air checks at planes. He was. Uh, flying over stations, he was flying over, and you know he's saying one thing about it: you only got about two minutes at each station. Uh, yep. Hey, I did the same thing when I went from Albany, from Syracuse to California, and it was great doing it. But I got to tell you, it's a, you, you're right, and you only get a few sec, few minutes of each station, and it's and they're gone, and they and it's quick. So it's an interesting experience, and you got to be on that tuning knob all the time. Yeah, and they say if the station is off to your side, you hear it a little bit longer than if you're flying directly over. You know, in all our technology stuff, we haven't had good new radios in years. (coughs) You know, a good AM, FM radio. Um, They just don't make those anymore like they used to. Well, no one's buying them. Remember when you used to get those super radios or something you could be proud of? Now, there's no radios unless you get an HD radio, and who listens to that? Not very many people at all. Oh, and, when I walk down the street and I hear music, it's not coming from the radio. Joe, it's coming from something on their phone yeah, or yeah, the... it's you know Pandora, Apple Music, XM, Sirius XM. Who knows where, but uh, it's not coming from K or W, uh, whoever. Right, it's not, it's not there anymore. But there used to be nothing better in taking your radio and getting all those stations. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Great. You know, when I take bus trips, I used to make air checks. I had a friend uh, in the nineties who was a weekender at a top forty station in Dallas, and. I was living between uh, Austin and San Antonio, so I could record all the top 40 stations. And then driving up, I could pick up the ones from Waco coming up, which is, uh, and I would do those. And I would, you know, I'd go over to this house and we'd buy some liquor and play the air jet. Yeah, do you really want to make a DJ's day? Not that it's a little different now. It's not live like they used to be, but you'd send them an air check. I remember someone sent me an air check from Canada. They were listening. They heard me at 106.5 at night, 
and uh, that was just cool. I mean, oh, I have an air check of my friend, and I played it for him. And he's well, it's kind of cool. I'm hearing me uh, with little uh, hits underneath. But I was 200 miles away from it, so I had a little, you know, yeah. stereo generator was coming in and out and stuff. I'm going to take just a minute and go over that phone thing again. Anybody interested in a iPhone 10? What is it? Phone 10? You said, you said 10R. Is that 10XR. Is that it? Yeah. It's a iPhone. All you'll have to do is just get it activated. Uh, it'll be ready to go. It'll be a clean iPhone, if you're interested, just shoot me an email, and we'll give it away. We'll just ship it right to you. So, um, anybody interested in that, it's Bill at BillSparks.org, because I found it. It's been gone. I thought it was stolen, but when Lisa cranked up the chair and went under... So it shows how much the cleaning people do. Absolutely zero in that area. No cleaning. So thumbs down on that. But anyway, of course, this man makes his appearance right at the end. Always at the end of the show. Right on on time. Dick, unmute yourself, please. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, Dick? Hey, listen, uh, when uh, you were talking to the fellow out in North Hollywood, um, when we were out there, I we were talking about strange people, Matt. We were on a bus, probably going out to the ocean, and there was a lady with a monkey. She must have been a senile monkey or something, I don't know. But um, another time, we were walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and this woman had all kinds of snakes, had them, had them around her neck, had them around her wrist. It was pretty strange. But, Bill, I have a question for you on these podcasts that we're, you're advertising, you know, like, I guess, about the problems of the traveling on by air. Can you, um, am I able to listen to that later on? Are, are you putting them up there so I can do a podcast of it, or only at uh, uh, what? Uh, 7 o'clock? The podcast. Uh, which podcast, Dick? Well, there was one on, well, maybe it's not on your... Uh, oh, it, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, that is, uh, that's, uh, Steve Bauer does every Monday night at 7 o'clock. No, I don't know if he does his show, if he podcasts his show or not. I'll ask him, and if he does, we can make it available to you. But That'll it's on, but. yeah. But our three main programs, we do. Oh, yeah. But if that's something... Oh, when? He just... We're having bad Zoom today. But he can't... Um, he can't podcast music, and that seems to be the issue. But oh, he can... I have to agree with Jennifer, by the way, about the uh, studio. I think it's very, very good. Boy, that is a good-sounding thing, isn't it? It is, I must say. Wow. Wow, that is, it is great. It gets your games. There was a package on TuneIn, Dick. They, Perry just told me about it for $39 for the year. And maybe you can get some games that way. Oh, okay. You know, one thing about TuneIn, I don't know if that's happening. Um, with some, like, for example, listening to uh, All Things uh, Radio, um, 
in the middle of a program, all of a sudden, TuneIn will have commercials. Oh, they do it yeah. anytime, anywhere. Okay, I wonder if they do it for football. That would be very uh, frustrating. Right, so you think you think we were bad for doing commercials on the legend they they just break right in and oh, yeah. I, I never complained about commercials Bill. I, hey, you got you got to live you got to eat so i do understand that no oh, well have you gotten any responses yet on putting your um, uh putting radio stations back on at your site and also the podcast who has podcasts i think it's a really good idea well no that's coming uh as soon michael and i are doing some final work on getting some things ready and we're getting that done, and that will be coming along soon. We have to, it's going to take a few months, but we're starting work on that because if it wasn't for those sites, the legend wouldn't be here today as you know it. That's really what got things started was the radio site. So, yeah. And I spoke to one of your friends from... Milwaukee. I don't know if you know him, Howard Kaufman. Say hello, Howard. No, um, I don't know him. And there's someone else, Tim, said that knows you by the name of David Myers. Oh, yeah, sure. David and I are good friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dave, yeah. yeah. Uh, how is, uh, you talked to Mary at all? No, I haven't talked like to Mary you? lately. Uh, Next week, we're going to do a demo of, Dave and Chris are going to do a demo of their new glasses. Or they can do those types of things. So if you're into that, that'll be on here next week, the new Envision glasses. So you know, it would be nice if I know how rich Jeff is, maybe he could buy them for me. Yeah, that's right, Pat. Yeah. That's right, Dick. I'll have to I'll have to go into my uh, treasure chest somewhere in the in the closet and see go. if I can come out with the money. He makes those credit cards for Lady C. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, take care, guys. All, All right, right, take care. Bye-bye. Well, I guess it's time for us to quit. Jeff, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for calling in. And remember, DJ Doug is right up after. Radio Tim. So if you haven't heard DJ Doug in a while, do that. Be sure to check out uh, Old Time Radio Theater on Sunday mornings here on The Legend. Terry Baker does a fantastic job. So have a great one, everyone. We're back to work. All right. Bye-bye.